When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Man City Show. It's Nigel Rothband back at the chair, and in the studio this week I've got three guests: uh, Joe Doherty, evening, uh, Stuart Bocking, hello, and Graham Reed. Good evening. Now, two of my three guests—well, one was on the show last week, and one has listened to the show. Mr. Reed has just before we come on air admitted he didn't listen to last week's show. In fact, you say you haven't listened to the last two weeks' shows. I haven't guilty on, on both accounts, Nigel. Oh, okay, so we had a. Man City player on the podcast last week, Mr. Reed, and we're going to give you one or two clues here because okay, you, okay, uh, nineteen late nineteen seventies midfielder Gary Owen. Oh, it's that a was good, well done. very impressive. You did listen, really, didn't you? I swear I didn't, but he's often on the. He put, he put on a bit of weight as well, hasn't he? <laughs> he sounded like you couldn't see him. Uh, with, he he was good. Like he was very good. He was yeah, little left footer. You, you remember with Barnes style? Yeah, him and Barnes. Yeah, good. Yeah, went off to West Brom in that. So Malcolm yeah. Allison sort of offloaded him and Barnes at that time. Yeah, both yeah, went, they both went to West Brom on the big Ron, didn't they? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he he, he, he was a good player. And they talked about him as England, didn't they? At one point, but no, never had a full England cap. cap. No, I think under, played under twenty ones, under twenty ones, and England B and all that stuff. Never actually played for England. He does a lot of radio work. I know he does. you've done. You've had this on last week no we did so, but, uh, yeah. well, but that was a fantastic guess who would have thought eh well late 70s midfielder isn't that are they the same is the same play but not like now was it with a grid squad there's only three. five of them and he, and he talks about that he actually sort of talks about the fact that, you know you play with the same 11 every week and it doesn't matter if you played in Europe or the League Cup or whatever it is and they just yeah. played the same 11 it was, it was actually fascinating hearing it from I mean obviously Joe Doherty is an, an authority on so many things but, of course not but, 1970s no, well, he, well he, he, of sorts did you know he, he kind of, you? I think he'd ask his dad to be fair I didn't ask my dad I asked my mate Jack Okay. <laughs> Jack's been brought up again. Listen, gentlemen, I want to start, actually, with the round of 16, if we can, the Champions League draw. And I think everybody by now will know that City are away in the first leg to Dinamo Kiev. But we won't be there, will we? No, no. I was... They're appealing, I've heard on the radio tonight. <laughs> Who are, Kiev or we are? Kiev are appealing, which means, because I looked at the flights today, As you and, uh, and I thought to myself, if, if, we get, if they manage to win the appeal, I'm off. I'm going. 
but you know racial abuse I think yep true it's a good draw though I think it's got to you know listen Arsenal got Barcelona and we've got we've Chelsea got, got PSG Chelsea got PSG yeah. is the big one because they won their we've group we've escaped you know by winning the group we've done well to, to escape one of the big boys yeah which we would always so, do. So you know everything about European football, youth football, women's football. You are Arthur <laughs> Gary Owen. You know everything. So tell tell us about Dynamo Kiev then, Joe. What's your what's your your view of that excellent draw that we've just got? Well, they play in Kiev. <laughs> well done. Which is the capital. He's obviously Ukraine. done a lot of research well, on this. I, I, they one of the, their best player of all time was Andriy Shevchenko, who was probably the best player Ukraine have ever produced. Currently their best player is Yarmolenko. He's the only player I know that they've got. And in 2011, they knocked us out of the Europa League. Yeah. Reedy, give it some semblance of order here, please, Reedy. You, so you check your flights, and if they do... I'll check the flights, and they're, quite, they're 150 quid for British Airways, which is good. Yes. The problem is whether we'll be allowed into the ground. Yeah. So we're going to yeah. wait How long out. is their ban? Um, I don't know. I just host this bloody podcast. Who do you think I am? You're the, you're the journalist. You've got all the insight. <laughs> I've no idea. But uh, in all seriousness, to, we'll come on to the game obviously yeah. against Borussia Mönchengladbach in a second. But in terms of that draw, we, you know, we won the group, and, and of all the teams, you know, Benfica and all the rest. If you had to, I suppose Ghent would have been the one we all yeah. wanted. Oh, I, I guess. But Ghent. You wanted. I've gone to Ghent. Yeah, me and my dad and Dave would have probably all gone to Ghent, but but it's not a bad draw, Joe, is it? We've got no, to be happy with that. In terms of it's cold, it's cold out there. Chilly. In terms mm. of, and we had that terrible two-all draw last year at uh, Ooh, in Moscow, yeah. which I know isn't in Kiev, but it's not far. <laughs> it's quite a way you wouldn't want to walk. One, no, absolutely not. <laughs> but you know, it's cold weather, and it could cold have been weather. slightly kinder. But I don't think cool. we can complain. They were, they were gloves though, and they wear short sleeves and gloves, weren't they? So they'd be fine, weren't they? They'll be fine. That's what they do nowadays, <laughs> isn't it? In Kiev, in, the, in in February. I have got a complaint: is that the Kiev away game is four. Days before the Capital One Cup final. Oh no. Oh, I hadn't worked that out actually. That's a good yeah. shout, yeah. So if we get to the Capital One Cup final, say we're playing Liverpool, that'd be a right. Far too much time on your hands, young man. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't work this out, I saw it on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's a what, 3,000 mile journey? So, yeah, it's going it's to have yeah. an impact, isn't it? I suppose. Yeah, it would yeah. Do, yeah. Um, so. Should we talk about Borussia Mönchengladbach then? That's kind of yep. got us there. Last uh, 20 minutes. Uh, yeah. would, it, would it be fair to say it was a game of two halves, I think? Four quarters. <laughs> <laughs> I, d- I thought we only played in the last 25, 20 minutes maybe. But we uh, were absolutely fantastic, weren't we? In that we last... were brilliant in the, in the 25 or 20 minutes. Uh, prior to that, they were much the better side. Mm-hmm. Certainly in the first half, even though we'd scored, they were still the better side. They moved the ball very, very rapidly. We didn't seem to know defensively. Every time they got into our penalty area or half, we were in trouble. Uh, it was just terrible watching. You know, you were squirming in your seat thinking they're going to score again. At half time, I actually turned to my brother and said, this is 4-1 for them. And... Um, I was totally wrong. Do you want to start with the defensive defensive frailties, Reedy, or do you want to talk Not about really. the last 20 minutes? I want to talk Not about really. the second half Go in general. Yeah. I thought Mönchengladbach were excellent first half, firstly, um, to be fair to them. Their record, I don't think they've been beaten since they we beat them away, way back That's when, in September, yeah. Yeah. Mm. which I think was the best uh, record in, in Europe leagues and the top European leagues. They'd obviously beaten Bayern on Saturday 3-1. Yeah. So we're not dealing with mugs. We're dealing with... A, they were bottom of the league when we played them. They're now fourth or something ridiculous. So there's two ways of looking at it. Yeah, we, we, looked, we looked pretty poor defensively against Swansea. <laughs> so, and they're certainly not munching Gladbach. So the defensive thing is a big, big worry, full stop. But Man City, second half. I didn't think the last 20 minutes. I thought this whole second half. I thought we were excellent. I thought they took a very, very, very good side apart. Can I just, can I just say one half. thing? Of course can. That they defended second half. They didn't come out. They mm. hardly had a man across the halfway line. 
They just they just said half time that I'm sure their manager said we're two one up. Let's hang on, and that was their mistake. I, I, I would counteract that. I don't think he said that. I think that uh, well, it was in German. I don't know. What yeah, he yeah said. obviously, obviously, I, don't, <laughs> I speak regular now. To be fair. Um, I don't think that happened. I just think we played very well. I think they had a good point Joe Hart made. They had a particularly hard game on a Saturday against Bayern Munich. They had to put everything into beating them 3-1. And that took its toll in the second half. So, I, I sort of agree with both of you. I think that second half we looked more you know, adventurous and were going for it more. But I think the reason we were better in the last 20 minutes was actually Pellegrini made a very good substitution in bringing on Bonnie because we needed a target man, big centre forward. And people don't like Bonnie and slag him off, but I think there are just games he's suited for and games there aren't. He was definitely suited for that. He changed the game, and he's the reason we got those goals. And Navas's pace was a big Navas help. was very good when he yeah. came on. Bonnie's not suited to even my garden, let me tell you. <laughs> I'll leave him alone. Well, when, we look at, when we look at his statistics... Oh, let's yeah. not go... Sati- his oh, stats Nigel, are brilliant. Nigel, Nigel, we're not going down the stats line, are we? Yeah, ever. we are. If it winds ever, you up... Ever, if, ever. Really, if it winds you up, we no, are, definitely. we're never going to go down the stats line. Listen, what, <laughs> believe your naked eye. If you go on the stats, you'll end up being a failed team and a failed manager. Bonnie is, at best, average... He did well at Swansea. It's the same as the Vardy thing. You know, Vardy's great and brilliant, but everybody pushes up to the halfway line. They're playing into his hands. Of course, because you play Leicester, you play a high line. If you're going to play, if, if Vardy came to Man City or to Arsenal, most teams come and sit on the edge of their box. There's no room. Where would he run? He'd have to run off the pitch. So, unfortunately, players like Bonnie and Vardy, and I'm not criticising Vardy, I think he's done brilliant. I'm delighted for him. But these guys, they. You, to be a top-class player, when Silva and Nasri and Aguero and Yaya are playing quick one-twos around the edge of the box against a really tight defence, ten blokes behind the ball, people like Jekko, people like Bonnie get shown up because even... Uh, I'm a mate of Aston Villa phoned me this morning. How's Delft doing? I said, he's doing great. He runs up and down, he makes all the tackles, does everything he said on the tin. But when it gets around the edge of the box and it's tight, he ain't good enough. Hmm. What about Rich? Uh, what about um, Sterling then? Will you will you will you accept that Sterling's a decent player or not yet? Is he is he too young, Stuart? To, to give I, us that I think he's got a lot. He's got a lot to learn. I think he's he's doing okay. Uh, a lot of people don't like him, City fans, but you know he's tricky. He's not tough enough in my book. Um, they say he's young. He's still young. He's still learning. He's still young. The, the more he plays, the more confidence he'll get. The better he'll be. I think he's a good guy. And Bonnie. Forgetting the stats I quite, I quite like Bonnie Stats wise Yes he does stack up um, He's not really suited To our style of play To be fair But that's not his fault We bought him And but, but The Joe, jury's out Joe makes a good point you know, In on. certain games You need a big target man yeah, we don't want, you Not know, many you know, you've got Aguero who's three, But it's not three, the way we play Aguero's three foot two but Navas is three foot play. one you Fashion know. who's available here still yeah, Oh I'd big, love that Big Justin <laughs> But we don't play We don't oh, play Palmer. You know Big a big guy up front But some games We might want to do that And we've got that well, I can't think he's, of very many He's scoring goals <laughs> Yeah I, I'm not, I don't dislike the guy I think he's trying very hard He's had some bad injuries Which he's never had In his career He's playing with A much better class of player It's You know He's, he's there as Aguero's Stand in It's a little bit hard for him 
let's let's wait and see. My little thing about Bonnie is he's the fourth sort of in the era of us being a Premier League title winning team. He's the fourth sort of big number yeah. nine we've had. Yeah. Would you say any of them have been that good? Jacko, Balotelli, Negredo, or Bonnie? I, th- I think Negredo was the yeah. best one myself. Yes, he, yeah, I'd have kept him. I'd still have him. R- Reed is itching to get back in here. So <laughs> is that about Bonnie or is? No, I've had my say about Bonnie. I think yeah. I think um, what about there's Sterling? no jury for me. He's oh. he's. Um, oh, we've heard that. I'd what about Sterling then? I love Sterling. I think it's a great player. Great. I think he's 21 last week. Yeah. He's going to have games where he's not as good as we'd want him to be. He's, But he's got something different. He's able to take people on. He's quite aware. The other players trust him. You can see they played people like Torre. Sometimes he has a little look and he don't pass to the ones he don't want to. Um, he trusts him with the ball. And I think we'll find... If his attitude's right and he wants to stay at City, that in four or five years' time he will be one of our better players that we've signed. I think he's a good signing, but there will be inconsistencies. But against Borussia Mönchengladbach, I like it was saying superb, that. wasn't he? He, was well, he made made one, scored two, and had a hand in the other one. No, I, I don't agree. I thought, I thought he was average. I thought he was good for that. <laughs> lo- no, honestly, he was a good little back heel to set Silver up, and he was great that in was those brilliant. last few minutes. Yeah. So the, I couldn't stop berating him for the yeah. in between. I thought he was awful between. Yeah, but the whole side were poor, Joe. Yeah, you need to get all that black and white telly jacket, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's all he's all right, Sterling. He's better than I thought he was going to be. Actually, right. I just think there are so many things to his game that he can improve. But like I say, he's young. He's got a lot to learn. He's improving. I, I agree. I think in a few years he'll be one of our best. He does. Players. He does a lot. Of what, what he does do. He also he works back quite hard. He's not he's not one to stand around and with his hands on his hips. He works quite hard for the fullback. And um, when I went out to Seville, I thought he was absolutely sensational. And that was that's a difficult place to go. So to be fair to him, he, he, we're happy with him. In fact, I prefer him to De Bruyne. Oh, Stuart, Stuart, discuss. KDB. Not in the same league as De Bruyne, I'm afraid. Um, De Bruyne is a, a world-class player. He, he hasn't really you know, come alight yet. He's, he's had some very good games, but I think in time you'll find he is a world-class player. You're a, you're a KDB fan, Joe, I love KDB. <laughs> he's tired at the moment. I love him more than I love Nasri. That's he's knackered. Possible. No, he is knackered at the moment, De Bruyne. I, yeah. think. I, I don't know why. He's played a whole season in Germany and he's played, you know, regularly in every team he's played for. He Off looks tired. He looks you, Nigel? You're a big KDB fan? I love KDB. Do you? I love KDB. Yeah. I think he's going to be sensational. He is. Yeah, he I will. think he the will best be. thing. Do you know what? It's, it's the stats, really. <laughs> <laughs> you look at the stats about KDB, and, and he's, he's done so well. Yeah. He's done yeah. brilliantly. He's your man. You know Tell what? You. The best thing Pellegrini did on Saturday was not starting KDB and giving him a rest in that. I game. like Gary Owen. There are no stats about him whatsoever. Do you know that? <laughs> the worst twenty-one. Stat for you. Yesterday, Aston Villa had sixteen attempts on goal. None of them got within. 10 yards of the white posts yeah, well, stats can lie yeah we know stats that stats can lie going down your mate's going down Reedy really. we, we worked that out ages ago <laughs> yeah but we didn't beat them that's because uh, we were poor True. Can, can we bring ourselves well, well before we move forward to, to the weekend and the victory against the, the magnificent you know victory that was always going to happen against <clears throat> that was always going to happen against Swansea can I talk just about our defensive frailties because we've focused on the positives and we've yeah. you know we've talked about you know the Sterlings and what a great player he is or not as the case may be but let's just talk about this you know I, I know company's out uh, but you know Stuart kick us off then please with you know the, our, our defensive frailties Mangala is a disaster that's all I can say. Every time thank he goes, thank near, you, Stuart Brockin. No, every time he goes near the ball, it's something's going to happen. Not that's not going to be good. 
So Mangala waves complete. Well, why are we playing him then? Because everybody else is injured. No one left. Right? There's exactly. no one else. So what's he going to do then? He's got to play well, him. He's got to play him until company's fit. Di Michaelis is over the, over the hill now. I, I think I think Go Mangala on. is a good player. I think Otamendi is a fantastic player. I think they're, the problem is they're too similar to each other and they're both very rash and they always like you always feel like they could both be sent off a couple of times a season I think they need someone like Company next to them because when Company was next to Mangala start of the season he looked he really look good better, yeah. Yeah. and when Company was next to Otamendi those two looked unbelievably good together I just think that they're, they're it's a bit like when we used to play um what was it Nastasic and Lescott together because they were too similar yeah. you need two different centre backs Graham Reid Defensive frailties. What I don't understand is this. I watched Mangala for nearly two seasons, a season and a half, and he has a good game here and there. And to be fair to him, on Saturday, he, was, he gave the goal away, but he was the one who made the tackle, if you see, that led to getting it out to Torre on the left. It looked a bit of a hopeless, great, good old him. But if you're looking for a good old centre-half, I watched Swansea on the weekend, and I watched Swansea on the telly. I don't go regularly. They got a lad there called Williams. I'm not saying he's a world-beater, because yeah. he's not a world-beater. Yeah. They could have bought him for £8 million three years ago. All these great guys are going and watch Mangala. And Otamendi's good. I like Otamendi. I do like Mm. Otamendi. But 30 million, they could have saved 20 and bought Ashley Williams, who would comfortably play on the left-hand side of company, if he was fit, of course. (laughs) And, okay, there are better centre-halves in the world than Ashley Williams. But there aren't many better centre-halves at Man City than Ashley Williams. That's for certain. And he's got Premier League experience. I remember when you were on the show a few weeks ago, you you were going for an Otamendi shirt. I love Otamendi. I'm all over him because I like the way he plays. He he, he doesn't... and, And I think Joe made a really good point that both of them, but particularly Otamendi... He likes the ball. He sees the ball. He goes for the ball. And company's bright enough and clever enough. Like a, like, not like Bobby Moore, because obviously he's not in that. But the same sort of, he reads the game much better. So he sits behind him a little bit, comes in behind, talks him through it. But I think Joe's right. They both attack the ball and Mangala just looks... This must be a highlight for you. Graham Reed has said Joe is right. So that's, that's, that's got to make you feel good, Joe. Oh, come on. Here's the only place where anyone thinks I'm right. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think that's a fair point about Ashley Williams. Although I would say, next to company, I'm not sure he'd be the right option because he's another captain and another yeah. leader. Yeah. And Demichelis and company didn't originally work because those two are both... I think Demichelis' problem now is his legs are gone, but he is still a leader and someone who can marshal a defence. And I think that would be a problem with company because they'd be shouting at each other the whole game. You need one... To, for a perfect defence, you need someone like company who's level-headed and someone like Otamendi who's just a psycho just get the ball back at all opportunities I'm slightly concerned as well I mean it's very easy to blame the centre-halves and they they aren't great but the left-back thing worries me Saturday it was crying out for collar off against the poor side because we attack a lot and Cliche is usually pretty but I still think there must be a better left back that can do a bit of both. You got if you had the two of them joined, they'd be great. Yeah, they one good player. Can, yeah. can we have Pardo or Donerkey? Yes. <laughs> oh, Willie Donerkey, obviously for me because he was a psycho. Yeah, he was. Go on. No, pa- I'm not. I'm, going back to Mangala and Automatic, I am not convinced yet. About, I'm certainly not convinced about Mangala, and I'm not yet convinced about Automatic. Oh. Maybe because company's oh, not there. Uh, no, I'm Love sorry. Otamendi. I'm sorry. You watch. I don't think either of them has got a great positional sense. I agree. I don't think Otamendi's you have a look at them. When they, when they don't. They don't gel in any way. No, I don't think they're any good together for sure. No, but, but going. 
Let's see where we go with Otamendi. Well, our, our, brand new iPhone, our brand new iPhone app has been updated and is absolutely free at the iTunes store. It's a thing of beauty with all your shows there, videos, news, and so on. Download it and leave us a nice review if you would. And all the links to our Facebook page, Twitter, and details of our fantastic phone app are all at citypodcast.net. And you can join us on Facebook and Twitter, which is at citypodcast. Can we sort of fast forward to the weekend then? Where, and I think you know, if we look back... Sorry, when we look back in the spring, um, having won yet another league title, would we look back on this three points as being absolutely critical, Stuart? This weekend? Mm. Yes. Uh, Monday night, isn't it? No, as in the one we just got. The three oh, Swansea, po- the three yeah. Points I mean, any, win, re- any win at this stage in the Premier League where teams are falling over themselves to lose, um, Liverpool, Spurs, you know, or Liverpool drew, but they dropped two points. Spurs lost to a Newcastle at home. Any three points is fantastic, no matter how you get them. I, I think we were discussing this before the show, Joe, when, you, when I said we, we won ugly, and he said you disagreed, didn't you? I don't, I don't even think we won. I think winning ugly is, you know... <laughs> Better than that. Yeah. It just... People have said to me it was a good result because we didn't play well. And, but, you know, there are games where you do the bare minimum and you win 2-0 when you should beat a team 6-0 and you keep the yeah. ball. That was not that. Our winning goal was a no. deflected... Go- it was a, a... It hit Kelechi's back and we won from that. That was... I've, I've never gone from celebrating a goal to screaming I'm still furious with you lot yeah, so quickly that was, right. that was a horrible game it doesn't feel like a win either I no. thought we were awful oh, it's very rare this but on Saturday uh, Finley and I went up and we giggled through most of the second half because we were appalling <laughs> it was like going back yeah. to the good old days at Main Road Bad old days. where we could spend a, you know it used to actually be quite you know what did uh, Stuart Hall call it the comedy of theatre oh, the sorry comedy of it um, theatre comedy that's it I knew you'd get an intelligent <laughs> one get there in the end but that's what it was like I mean Bonnie it was coming off his shin and he looked awful and he wouldn't have we don't, we don't know we mentioned Stuart Hall on the got, show anymore no no sorry <laughs> I forgot about that it's not permitted uh, <laughs> you know but it got uh, it got things like um, Bonnie and he just can't control the thing and we've got the two centre halves not you know coming and going Torre played well which is nice uh, mm. Fernandinho played well but at 80 minutes there we are playing the mighty Swansea 1-0 up and we're all camped in our own half hoping, hoping to hold on for the 1-0 and I'm thinking to myself this is not great and I know they might have been tired from Tuesday but when we kicked the game off we kicked off Went back to Torre. He controlled it. If you watch it, if you get it back on screen, he must have taken five seconds to slowly roll the ball out, not with any pace, to the fullback. Swansea came out. This is from the first five seconds of the game. And I turned to Finley and he said, oh, please don't moan already, Dad. <laughs> I said to him, well, why don't they just start quick? Yeah. Why don't they come out, play really quick for half an hour, get a couple of goals, and then faffle around in the second half? And then we end up with it. I mean, it's exciting, but they were woeful Saturday. That's the worst they've been all year. And we were lucky to come out away. With, never mind a point. I mean, Absolutely, you know, I yeah. thought we were lucky to... Yeah. I think Swansea deserved a point. When, they, when they equalised, I thought, yeah, well, that's it. I think they've oh, deserved obviously, that. Obviously, yeah, without, without a length of time left, yeah. I'll I thought Swansea deserved to win. I mean, Joe, Joe Hart is good that he's man. It was good when he was man of the match at the new camp. It was good when he's man of the match at Old Trafford. It is so embarrassing when you're at home to a team like Swansea. Not a bad side. They've got some good players, but they're that out of form. They've just sacked their manager. They haven't got a new guy. Joe Hart, the goalie, is the man of the match. I mean, for God's sake, after he let one in at the near post, that's exactly. What yeah, well, that was going. That wasn't really. I, I'm not blaming him for. That. Yeah, player, but that's, that's his job. That's his job. What do you mean he's not blaming him? It's, I'm not, it's not his fault that we weren't three 0 up. Though. It was his fault, Nigel. Sorry, I was just getting carried away. <laughs> that's his job to save. 
goals. Come on, Joe. Come on, defend yourself. Come on. But yeah. the yeah, point is, he hit it a bit hard. The, the point is, we should. It, that shouldn't have been an equaliser anyway. Joe Hart shouldn't have been needed to that extent. The no, match. That's true. The player I'm furious with, and I was furious with him from the first minute. I don't rate him at all. I think he's absolute crap. Don't start on Bonnie again. No, cliche. Oh. I want it. Any, you know what? People you say, well, he's better at defending than Konarov. Is he? No. I really don't think he is. His positional plays are appalling. He offers nothing going forward. I want him out. Was that worse than Stoke nil two? Liverpool one four. The second half at Tottenham. Was it? Uh, yes, probably. Uh, I think only Stoke was worse than Swansea. Yeah, mm. we played better against Liverpool and Spurs. Yeah. Don't know about Liverpool, but Spurs definitely. Liverpool, we didn't play at all. Liverpool uh, were actually good. Well, yeah, Liverpool just outplayed us. Yeah. Uh, who's who scored the goal? Who scored the winning goal, please? In your book, was that number seventy-two? Whatever it is, Kalechi Ihenacho. That's the lad. <laughs> not not Yaya Toure, the African Footballer of the Year again. He By the BBC, no, no, did not deserve that at all. We'll come on to that. Why is that not Yaya's goal? Is it? I think. I well, because he hit the other guy's back and it wouldn't have gone in. That's <laughs> we don't, we don't know. It's, not, it's not that complicated, Nigel. <laughs> Because it wasn't going in the goal. <laughs> Silver got the goal at West Brom, didn't he? Where Torre had the shot. So, yeah. Yeah. you know what? I I know that was Kalechi's goal, but it was Torre I gave the credits to because he was the only. He kept going. He was the only player in that team, and it's rare I've said that for, for eighteen months now. He was the only player actually turned up out pitch. Yeah. It's, it's quite worrying because he usually doesn't pull his finger out at all. <laughs> so Yaya. African player of the year Who said he didn't deserve that? Me? Why? You don't like him either then I, I love Yaya Torre I just don't think he I, I think last year he got it Who thought, would you have given it to? Kalechi Ihenaccio Aubameyang The bloke at Dortmund Who's got the most goals in Europe or something I think he's a brilliant striker But that's neither here nor there I, I think Yaya's a bit like my ex-wife I really really <laughs> loved him once <laughs> Just for once I'm not in love with him I'm not in love with him anymore Your ex-wife was a man So what's happened Let's talk about your wife then So what what Which one do you want to know about Nigel (laughs) So uh, Go on then So so what happened with Yaya He's just a little bit uh, You know I've told you this before I'm not sure he's I'm not sure he's 30 Whatever he is anyway Because his legs have gone His legs have gone Where have they gone And um, (laughs) And he just I mean We talked about Briefly about Aston Villa earlier If you watch his game against Aston Villa this year if you watched him play in the number 10 role it is embarrassing <laughs> because I and this is a serious point amateur footballers on a Sunday morning would run further than he did against Aston Villa and for a professional footballer that's a disgrace yep. um, and he did play well against Swansea and he did play quite well against Brossier but um, and he has his moments but you know against top class opposition not sure he's for me anymore I I agree and I think that Fernandinho and Delph should have that role I you like him <laughs> <laughs> and, what, and what about Reedy's first wife what do you think of her I never met her <laughs> <laughs> I may have liked her <laughs> nice lady well we the, the Man City show congratulate Yaya Torre on, on again I think he's the, only the third player to win it twice of course so, uh, so well, yeah. well there's a competition on who the other two were four times in a row isn't it Yaya? he's won it four times no, no, this is two, the BBC uh, oh, yeah, there the are BBC. two there are two competitions you know to, yeah, you should the, know the guy that used to play for Everton he, he won it didn't he twice I don't know which one do, do I care which not really. Can we talk? Samuel Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Can we you talk? Mean the about- guy played for Bath. <laughs> Shut up. Can we talk about our next game then? Which is I'd at, rather, I'd rather at, not at the Arsenal, game. Joe. The Arsenal oh. Monday night. The Arsenal Monday night. Who play Barcelona in the last sixteen? Three-one City. 
Is that it then? You don't want to talk about it, you're just going to come up with a prediction. Joe, do you tell us a bit more about your <laughs> thoughts and your reflections on our amazing back four, our industrious midfield led by Yaya, and our, <laughs> spear- front. And our spearhead front two with the fantastic Wilfried Bonny. I mean, what a side. Well, we, we've slagged them off all night tonight. Oh. It, can't, we, we, it sounds like we're going to lose 6 0 here to the, to the Arsenal. We are. No, not 6 0. We're going to lose 3 or 4 0, honestly. Rubbish. No, you know what? Arsenal would have watched us. I watched them play Man United. First 20 minutes, they just went straight at them for 20 minutes, exploited their awful defence. Sanchez and Ozil were brilliant. They're both playing this game. Ozil's been one of the best players in the league this year for me. And they are going to come out. They've watched what Stoke did to us. They've watched what Liverpool did to us. They think, well, we're much better than both of them. We'll do it to them. They are going to destroy us in the first 20 minutes, and we're prob- we'll be lucky if we lose 3 1. But look what we did in the last 20 minutes against Borussia Mönchengladbach, and we yep. took them to the cleaners, and, and we can do exactly the same to Arsenal, can't we? Uh, they haven't got anyone that I, good. I, I, think, I think that we'll, we'll see a very different City team. To, I think eight days off will do them the world of good. Um, David Silva, who was as, probably as bad as I've seen him last couple of games, uh, Stoke and Stoke and Swansea, uh, he will play well. Yeah, um, Torre will turn up on that night. He'll have eight days off, and he'll have one of his better games. Aguero will be sitting on the bench, and uh, hopefully might even get him out there. But who knows? De Bruyne will have had the eight days, and Stuart said he, he definitely needs a rest. Yeah. Sterling will be buzzing. If we can, if we can, the defence will make the difference between the game. If the defence can play reasonably well, yeah. um, we will win the game. If they play poorly, and Arsenal get an early goal, and the crowd get up because they're not a great crowd at Arsenal. If you score against and they can get a bit tetchy and you know so we'll see, we'll see. Uh, and when's company back obviously won't be back fast there's so still, still, still no, no news uh, so April, May <laughs> it's so which, which year it could, it's be be the, it could be back for the cup final apparently what both well, FA, what, FA, what, FA, no, the FA not the league all Champions three, League all three Champions cup finals league, yeah. where's the final by the way Champions League, league. good question is, mm, it, is it Rome no Milan 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 I knew it was excuse me the Italy. font of all Italy. knowledge here Milan it's going to be very very tough at the Emirates the ITV for you Nigel I think say again Champions League final ITV for you Yeah No I'll be there I'll be there Can I I just say It's going to be very very It's a cup final I'll be there Is anybody listening to (laughs) I am No I'm talking to Reedy Go on (laughs) Uh, It's going to be very tough At the Emirates If we can hang tough For 20 minutes Keep them out We might have a chance yeah. It's going to be Like Joe said it's, They're going to come at us Do what we did at Old Trafford yeah. And just squeeze the game And do, maybe and get a goal Maybe do what we did at Seville even But do not think That we can go there right now And just play them at their own game no. And beat them But Pellegrini might think that Well Pellegrini If he thinks that is just That's my worry about City recently Is they've become Arsenal They can play good <laughs> football When they're at home they, They've not, not got the mental strength They can't defend When it's all going well It's brilliant But when the shit gets real We yeah. lose games I, I think Jazz The second time I've agreed with Joe That <laughs> Pellegrini Reminds me an awful lot of Wenger in the, he's I thought you were going to say Your first wife for a minute he's a, No 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 <laughs> no no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Although her hair was a bit dodgy um, <laughs> She um, No she What am I talking about uh, uh, Pellegrini's like Wenger In that he is quite stubborn In his ways yeah. And he has moments Like Wenger did at City last year When he, he lined up properly but obviously Wenger this year did the, the goalkeeper thing in the Champions League and they ended up struggling through against a very, in a very poor group. And Pellegrini is the same in that he sometimes... You go to Seville and he'll line up properly. And I know everyone has to play well and they did play well. But then you'll turn up somewhere like Arsenal and you'll think, oh my God, he's gone for it and we're 2-0 down after 20 minutes. Oh, just, I don't know, I sometimes worry about him. Hmm. True. Uh, <laughs> 
a couple of you guys haven't been on for a couple of weeks, uh, and really particularly, we've been talking about the quadruple on the on the Man City show. Still on, and uh, <laughs> as Stuart says, it is still on. We, you know, we're still in the FA Cup, as I keep saying. Yeah, yep. we're in the semi-final of the Capital One Cup. Yeah, we are still odds-on favourites for the Premier League, five to four against, and we are mm. now, you know, with that, well, we're through to the semis already yeah. of the Champions League. So, you know, quadruple is still on, really. Quarters. No, already through to the semis. I think we will win one I, I, meant, I meant the semis. If I was honest, I think we win one trophy this year. We, we <laughs> might win two. Agreed. I think we'll win the Capital One Cup. If well, I, I say we'll win. I think we'll get past Everton, but I'm not. I'm not confident about either team in the final unless Stoke, we, Stoke or Liverpool. They've I, both I th- destroyed us. I think Arsenal and Man City yeah. are, should be very cross to themselves because they're by far the best two teams in the league. And when you watch Leicester play, and good luck to Leicester. But it's all based on uh, hard work and graft, and um, something that Yaya Torre is familiar it's something with. Something that Man City and Arsenal don't do enough of. It's all very well saying Oswald's the best player in the league. He don't move much either. And if they, <laughs> if they, if you want to be a top-class football side, you have to work hard. Yeah, I agree. True. So reedy has gone. Let's just finish off with our predictions. reedy has gone for three-one City. You're sticking with that against the Arsenal, correct? One-all. I'm happy with that. Uh, we set up properly nil nil. I'd be delighted with that. We don't we they gum at us first twenty minutes we'll lose four one. Well I think you've all been miserable bastards tonight. I have to say it's been uh, here What's we your are. prediction? Margaret will win two nil. Okay. I hope you're right. Of course we will. So Absolutely we. right. We will win two nil. We'll go on to win the quadruple all this bloody one trophy <laughs> bollocks. Come on, we're sitting. Here here. Thank you to Graham Reid. Thank you. To Stuart Brodkin and to Joe Doherty. Thank you. This is Nigel Rothband saying thanks for listening and we'll talk to you all very soon. This is a Playback Media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.